Si el ritmo te lleva a mover la cabeza y empezamos como es Mi música no discrimina a nadie así que vamos a romper Con lo mío todos se mueven, la fiesta la llevo en mis genes Yo soy la arena de los nenes All right, good evening, good morning, good night, good day. Hello, my beautiful people. It's your girl T, and this is Views from the Chicks, and I'm here with the lovely ladies. We got Joey here. And Quan is here too. Really? <laughs> Quana is holding on. Hold on, girlfriend. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> the weather is changing here in New York City, so... Yeah, you know what that means. <laughs> you better cover your neck and your chest before you get it cold. Wear a hat, as my mom always tells me. You gotta wear a hat. Island people feel like wearing a hat is gonna solve everybody's problems. <laughs> wear a hat every time. A hat and a scarf. Cover your chest, yep. <laughs> cover your chest, yes. Yeah. Brendan has been wearing sweaters since last month. <laughs> Why are you wearing a sweater? He's like, look, you over there coughing. That's why I'm wearing a sweater. It was just 90 degrees, though, like last week. You got to protect your chest. You can't let the breeze touch your chest. You can't catch a breeze. But anyways, welcome, everyone. So as you know, the song that we opened up with is, what is it called? Mi gente. Yeah, featuring. I don't know. It's fire. Uh, it's fire. Jay Balvin um, with remix with the girl the queen the mother beyonce <laughs> beyonce um yes so as you guys know um there are a lot of people who are suffering because of the multiple hurricanes we have gotten in the last couple of weeks and one of the islands that are struggling severely is one of the u.s territory puerto rico so beyonce has joined forces with this group so that all the proceeds from this song will help benefit Puerto Rico and Mexico because of the earthquake and all the affected Caribbean islands. So, which I think is a great thing. So how do you guys feel about this song and what Beyonce is doing and like other celebrities are doing to help support those people in need? I mean, I think it's great. I think it's great, especially being Beyonce. She knows the clout that she has. And I feel like it's important for you know, people who have those connections to speak up for those who can't. And me being someone from the island, one of the islands that was hit, one of the hardest, probably Dominica. Yes. Like just seeing people come out and show their support. I mean, we're not part of the U.S., so I understand why most of the attention is being put on Puerto Rico. We are independent, so we go through CARICOM and all of them. But um, yeah, I think it's a great move to her. Great move to her and everyone else. I know J-Lo and A-Rod. They donated like a million. Pitbull sent one of his private jets over there to get people and bring them back to the states who need aid. And a lot of other celebrities have been showing their support and fundraising. Um, Joey Badass was actually in New York. You know, he's from, I think, Jamaica, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, he's from Jamaica and he was in Brooklyn the other day. And he basically told people he went around in this truck and was collecting donations at these different drop off locations. And for everyone that donated donated something he gave them a wristband for a um a private concert that he was holding in brooklyn oh, so you needed the nice. wristband in order to come in so i'm proud of them yeah a lot of celebrities are stepping up and like making use of their status to really help out those in need. talk about a way to use your platform absolutely well, I mean, yeah i mean it's great you know to see people care and 
to see that people are like, all right, we got, you know, we can't wait for the government or, you know, the president to decide that they're going to help. We're just going to do what we have to do right now. Yes, exactly. There is one celebrity in particular that's catching a little bit of a flack because they have not um, spoken out about it. So for everyone that doesn't know, 21 Savage is from Dominica, born and raised, moved to Atlanta. His mom is Dominican. And um, a lot of people are going in on him on Twitter talking about like, you know, it's a small island. You are someone who has clout now. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. it's like there. How come you're not speaking out about it? I mean, I personally didn't expect him to because I feel like I didn't either. You know what I mean? But, you know, yeah. coming from a small island, when you when someone is in the public eye and they have that voice, you're like, you feel like everybody made it, but not everyone claims it or whatever. So, I mean, I didn't expect him to say anything, but some people are, like, adding him, like, you know, you get big and famous and forget your roots and da-da-da-da-da, and you got all this money, you talk about your money, and you ain't doing nothing. Is it possible he's doing something in silence? It's possible. Yeah. It's, it's possible. very possible. I know a lot of these celebrities like to move in silence. I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, in my mind, I don't no, really yeah. care for him. I call him the lazy rapper. Uh, <laughs> watching him perform is like paint dry. But oh really, I've never seen him perform. Me neither. I've seen I him did perform. Watch his, um, I watched his Breakfast Club interview, which is interesting. But he like totally totally lost me when he was like um they said you know you're like promoting x y and z music do you think you're influencing the young kids of the culture and he basically said if i'm getting paid for it like why would i stop and i would just like oh okay Hmm. like you know but exactly i didn't expect not that i expected anything from him but i think it says more when artists like beyonce come out and say something because Mm -hmm. and rihanna like and, and rihanna exactly and rihanna because i feel like people you know, they're more they're more out there. So I feel like people would have something to say if they did not say anything. You know what I mean? I agree. Mm-hmm. And I like to say that I also am from a small island. And while all the hurricanes were happening, I was cringing because my grandparents live mm-hmm. in St. Kitts. And, you know, we don't have a lot of family that live currently lives in St. Kitts to help out. So I just was thinking about my grandparents. And then also people at work who are Puerto Rican and who have family in Puerto Rico they have just been so distraught because they have went days without hearing from their family. I know a coworker was just crying hysterically once she was able to hear her sister's voice and just the living conditions that they're currently going through is so heart-wrenching and it's, this is just like a very serious matter because this could be any of us at any moment. It just shows shows you that, you know, you can't put too much value on material things. You got to really enjoy your life. And when things like this happen, it just should be another reason why we should come together and let's stop hating each other and start loving each other. And I think yeah. the celebrities use this as a great way to broadcast that. Exactly. Like last week, we actually held a fundraiser um, for Dominique in particular in Irvington. And we got so much people from the community, people who weren't aware of the of the, um, you know, of our island, but of the situation, just everybody coming together, dropping off donations and showering everybody with love. And it was just great seeing everybody as a community come together for the greater good, because like. It's, it's bad, y'all. Like, it's bad. And we're not even going to waste any time talking about number 45. Oh, oh, please. Because mm. he gets no airtime on here. Because I don't have time for him. Yo, fuck that guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you bum. I'm just kidding. Bum ass. <laughs> uh, but anyway, moving right along. Okay, so the three of us had a great experience, like, last week. I think it was last week. Was it last week when we went to the concert? It was the, um, the 18th. Yes, on so the 18th. It was last week. 
Yes. Last Monday. Last yeah. Monday, the three of us got together and we went to go see this little old group, not so little to us anymore, it might be to other people, but this wonderful group called Sonder and it was amazing. How did okay. you guys like your experience? That was my first time even hearing, like, being introduced to Sonder. And I know we talked about Sonder, well, one of the, uh, what's the guy's name who is the lead singer in Sonder? Um, Brent. Brent. Brent, yes. He was in the song that we featured in our previous episode about the Insecure soundtrack uh, crew with Gold Link. So it was really, really nice to kind of get to know him more and what his artistry is and what the band brings together. It was really cool. It was really, really nice and intimate. And I think I had a great time. I did have a great time. I don't think I did have a great time. <laughs> yeah, you think? My hair? I think I was. <laughs> I was thinking. I was trying to put my words together. Like I think I was gonna think I was gonna have a good time, but I did have a good time. Kwana, how was your experience? I love R and B. Like we spoke, um, you know, at dinner before the show and on the train home, just really talking about our thoughts. And R and B is definitely probably my favorite genre of music. And I definitely appreciate um, modern R&B as well as, like, the old, you know, like, 90s and stuff. But I thought the show was great. I love that they kind of set the mood in the beginning before the, you know, before they took the stage to kind of play all that old school music. I'm guessing that was the music that just inspired them. And you can definitely hear it in their music. Um, (laughs) I think Brent is hilarious. He was like, he was giving Gyrating. me like 90s R&B group. I, I thought he was going to come out with like the little white tank top and rip it real slow in the rain. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like he, it was just. You would have like, thought he was like an extra member of Jodeci the way he was <laughs> gyrating on stage. No, seriously. Like I was like, okay. All right. I, w- I wasn't expecting it. So it was a fun surprise. But yeah, the girls were just like, ah, like, you know, I thought they were going to start throwing panties. I don't know. I know. I thought she was really going to grab him by the balls. Pull him off the stage. I don't know. (laughs) He was definitely gripping his chest a little too hard. Yeah, pulling on his pants. I was like, girl, all right. But I mean, he kept like, you know, moving around his pants. I'm like, why you keep moving your pants around so much? You going to pull it off or not? Because they kept pulling on him. So he was like, let me try to sexily adjust and pull my pants back up because y'all keep pulling them down i don't know i was i was in the corner like not even obsessed with him i was like in the corner like secretly obsessing with what's his name Adu. what's his Atu. name Atu. 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 yeah sorry Atu. i like secretly <laughs> have a crush on you because I, <laughs> I was ooh, watching ooh. you the whole time Speaking of which, Atu, well, Antu and Brent, actually, they both just celebrated their birthday, and me and Atu have the same birthday. Oh, my nice. God. Yeah, Libra in the head. That's why I like him. Better watch your mouth. <laughs> That's why you like him. Oh, wait, Joey, you're a Libra? I'm a Libra, boo. Oh. Why yeah. did I think yes. you were something else? Happy belated. Oh. Thank you. Oh, yeah, duh. I celebrated my birthday last week. Happy oh, well, actually, belated. Happy belated. I'm sorry, I can't see. No, 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 it's fine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm low key obsessed with him. So that, that made the night even better for me. So I didn't think I had a good time. I know I had a good time. Uh, oh, Atu has really good um, beats. Like if you search for his personal, like his individual 
music really 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 good really good we recommend that you guys check out the um if you really don't know who they are like at all check out their selection um i forget what episode number that is on apple music i think it's also on youtube they did a sonder takeover Mm -hmm. yay Mm-hmm. So Sandra is three people, guys. It is Brent Fayez, Atu, and D-Pad. D-Pad and Atu are the producers, and um, Brent is the vocalist for the group. So check them out on Selection. They both, Atu and D-Pad, both feature their own music that they produce, and then Brent comes through with the stuff that they did for Sandra together, and then at the end, they talk about music that inspired them as a group. So check that out. But yeah, Can I play, can I play a little song by them just real quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this is Sonder, and this is my song, my jam. I think you ladies will agree. It's called Too Fast. People say I drive too fast, move too fast, live too fast. Ain't no such thing as too fast, Still alive, but my heart broke. I could be dead by tomorrow. Their selection uh, radio episode is episode 324. Thanks for that. Check them out. So, Joey, what is today's episode about? So, on today's episode, I feel like this week, these past couple weeks, this past couple months has been really good for music, especially with the artists who are creating quite a buzz for themselves. So, we wanted to feature a few artists who are currently on our radar and our playlist. So we'll be talking about Jordan Rakai's album, Wallflower. We'll be doing a little um, take on that and our thoughts on that, as well as Janae Aiko's trip album, and then Ellie Ingram's Love You Really. So who are we starting off with? We starting off with Jordan Rakai. Let's start off with Jordan Rakai. So, so on September 22nd, Jordan Rakai released his second album second official album wallflower his first album cloak came out last year and then he had a few projects and mixtapes before that um so i was very very excited for this album i've been obsessed with him since hearing groove curse back when he did a feature with gwen bun by the name of streetlights we did feature jordan on a few earlier episodes i think that was episode well don't quote me but a few episodes ago um But this album, on this album, he talks about self-love, self-acceptance, and dealing with his social anxiety and being a complete introvert. So Jordan's from Spain, and then he moved to London to make connections in the music industry after the success of his single, or Disclosure single, Masterpiece. So he was saying how living in London changed his sound of music, which definitely, you can hear that definitely with this album on Wallflower. And um, he... Through that time, he met different kinds of people and experimented with his sound. So I feel like this one is a little more, hmm. I'd say Cloak is more like jazzy, reggae-ish 
This one's kind of more on the neo soul, kind of on a more sullen side. I feel like this one you can hear the lyrics more. It kind of plays like poetry more than Cloak did, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, but I love the album. I I think it's great, and I feel like as the days go on, I catch myself humming different songs. Like one day I'm like, okay, I really like this track. Oh no, I kind of like this track. Or no, I really like what he said on this track. Um, I really like see. that Jordan. Um, he has that kind of voice. Like you know, you might hear him on the radio, but you were like, damn, what does he look like? You know, mm-hmm. like you can't really put a face to that person, which I really like. Um. Uh, about listening to his music it kind of it's very intriguing and it makes you kind of want to learn more about who he is and what he does and like how does he get this like crazy sound and like his storytelling and the vocals and just the arrangements on the album is dope crazy sick so yeah that was like very refreshing to hear yeah i agree with you definitely agree with you I feel like this one, this album's a little more lyrically darker than the other one because he opens up about several personal things that's going on in his life. So on the track that caught my eye the most, the track May, he opens about the passing of his grandmother and like the way that he talks about it, you get the whole visual, like it plays out like a movie. He talks about first getting the call, you know, calling up his mom, his mom telling him, you know, his grandmother passed and all the feelings and how everything around him was just like, on an ultimate high at that point. So I love that record. Eye to Eye is also a really good record. Um, The two singles that he released off the album, Nerves and Sorceress, as well as Goodbyes. Those are also really, really... Goodbyes is my favorite. Your favorite? favorite. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I love Eye to Eye too, but I think Goodbyes is probably my favorite right now. What do you you like about it? Um, I definitely like the, the actual, like, physical music. Mm-hmm. Like I just like I put the album on as I was cooking the other night just to like, you know, get more familiar. Mm-hmm. And I remember that particular song. I went over to my phone to see what that was. I was like, wait, what song is this? Because <laughs> I just like just musically, sonically, I just like the way it sounded. I mean, his voice is always incredible. Always, always. I was first of all, I was so upset because he just did his, he just wrapped up his U.S. tour. Yeah. Tickets went on sale back in June and I bought tickets for it. My sister was like, like, she knows how obsessed I am. And he's he was one of the people on my list where I was just like, the moment he steps foot on U.S. soil, I am buying a ticket. So my sister went ahead and bought a ticket. And of course, I got sick the day of, like, I'm talking about body chills. Quana, the way you're feeling now was me yeah. with body aches and a headache. And I could not even make, I didn't even make uh. the show. Yeah. Horrendous. Horrendous. I know. I was like, damn, you missed it. Uh, I would have been so in pissed. the back in a hoodie and a scarf uh, looking crazy, sweating. But I'm there watching the show. And it's crazy because in the moment, my sister could She's like, you want to go? We can go. We got some time. And I really thought I was just like, I can barely move right now. Like, I don't want to be around people. And then like the next day I was great. And I was just like, fuck, I should have wow. went. <laughs> Because now you're able to see it with clear eyes. And I'm, I was just watching all the live footage from Twitter and Instagram. Like, oh, my God. But whatever, whatever. Uh, besides the point. Yeah. But I do want to get into one of the tracks that I do like the most. So let's get yes. into the first track on the album, which is Eye to Eye. Hey. Here we go. Yes, they shine bright like a million. Let them bleed twice for a minute. Pleasure to have met you. You must start tonight. 
to have felt this oh sublime Like a grain of sand traveling through time Pleasure to have met you You must start tonight We don't see eye to eye We don't see eye to eye We don't see eye to eye We don't see So what do you guys Love think it. about that record? Love it. Love it. It's just good. like so smooth and me- melodic. And <laughs> I love how good. it's like it's like almost three songs in one because the beat switches like in the beginning. It starts off all smooth and you're like, OK, listening to the mm. lyrics, listen to his voice. And then the beat comes in. And you're like, oh, OK. Like I was even watching a clip from that night when he was at Mercury Lounge in um, in Brooklyn, the one I was supposed to go to. But um, when he played this song, that was actually before the album came out. So a lot of people haven't even didn't hear the music oh. at that point. But when he played this song, like you can see the crowd like swaying. And when the beat changes, everyone just starts screaming. And I'm like, yes. So but yeah. Love it. Would have loved to hear it live. But it's cool. It's cool. Don't worry. Next you'll be time. back next time. Next time, man, next time. But yeah, but look forward to Jordan. I'm sure this is just the beginning of his reign. So, um, yeah. Watch out for your boy. Watch out for your boy. Oh, 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 one more thing, one more thing. So another fun <laughs> fact about Jordan, not the album, but just Jordan in general. Not only does he sing, he produces. He nice. writes. So he actually, going back to Gold Link, he actually co-produced Gold Link's New Black with Tom Mish. So, and he did some production on Ellie Ingram's, but we'll get in. We'll get into that later. Yes, later. All right, She's what dope. we got next? She's dope. Yes, Kwana, who's up next for you? Next, we have Janae Aiko with Trip. And um, this album came out last Friday on September 22nd. This is her second album. Sold Out was her album in 2014, her first album. And um, Trip is her second album. This was a surprise. Um, It just sort of dropped on Friday. And everyone's like, oh, okay, new music, you know. And I really, really, really love this album. I think she, I can tell that she really took her time. There's 22 tracks, which is long. It did take me a day or two. And she dropped a few visuals with it her trip movie as well as um actually went back to watch her documentary on vice um because she was also you know talking about music and everything and i am 
low key. Well, I guess maybe more like high key now. Um, <laughs> always loved her, but like personally, because I didn't really know much about her personally. And now that she's sort of releasing little tidbits of her personal life, I am obsessed with her. She is like amazing. I love her free spirit. She's like so dope. I felt so free watching, especially the mini movie that she did with the album. I really like how open she was with that, talking about the loss of her brother and and using the music as a way to broadcast how she was impacted so much by him not being around. But I think in a sense, him not being around provided, I guess, a muse for her in a way for the music and so that she can kind of tap into that creativity and just find different ways how to I guess keep his legacy alive in a sense and she'll always have these songs these records to show that and then I also love the space that her and Big Sean are in Joey I remember you were telling me about an interview she had and how she was saying how she this is like a really different relationship for her because they started off as friends and it was like a relationship build on the foundation of friendship that evolved into love. So I love watching them on Instagram and how they are like their funny banter and he puts like crazy stuff under her pictures and she puts crazy stuff under his pictures. You can tell that they're really truly friends. So I and I like that she was a little bit open about that on the album as well. Mhm. Yeah, this album is really good and the way she weaved in um her feelings on love with her family and her brother's passing and um the features she has on here is really good um yeah i mean i think the album as a whole i think it's really good i think it's definitely one of those um albums you just kind of put on and you just kind of get lost in it. You know, maybe you're like cleaning the house or you're like cooking or you're like, you know, just chilling out at home. And it's just, it's background music, but it's also making you think and making you feel at the same time. I loved it. I loved it. I think it definitely, it's definitely meant to invoke a specific kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. And I feel like accompanying, accompanying the, um, the movie, because I think she said she didn't really have like any structure per se for like, OK, I'm going to do this album and then I want to make a movie that goes along with this. She was saying how she focused on the movie, I think, first and then the music kind of came along or something like that. But um, you can tell that this album kind of plays more like a soundtrack to the movie per se than just like a standalone album, kind of like how like in contrast to how Sold Out did. And like, yeah, the movie was really raw. Like, I actually cried when it came to the scene oh, at yeah. the end. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. Like, I cried because I remember when her brother died and she put out the song that she was talking about in her Vice um, interview. It's called For My Brother that she made on GarageBand. And I remember when she made that song and listening to that song and being like, damn, like, she's going through this right now. Like, this is happening. So then seeing her like, you know, seeing her talk about that so openly on the album and in the movie, I was just like, oh, damn. Like, mm. tough, tough. But yeah, but I like the album, too. I thought it was really good. Yes, uh, I really enjoy this album. Uh, so the song that I picked, there were so many <laughs> to choose from. <laughs> um, 
One of my favorites, just like a quick side note, one of my favorites is Never Call Me with Corrupt. Me too. I love, 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 love this one. You should have called me. Why yes. you never call me? And honestly, I think, to, in my mind, to me, this song is about her soon-to-be ex-husband. No, mm. it is. She literally said it. Oh, she did? I, yes. I think it was, comp- I want to say Complex or Billboard, one of them. Um, Yeah, because she does a track-by-track outline, and she said that's legit about Dr. Genius. Legit. Yes, wow. I could tell. Mm-hmm. I could tell. And the way Corrupt was like, yo, yo. She Fuck said that's that a real nigga. voicemail. Yeah. That is the actual him, voicemail right? that he left. And his friends <laughs> and his bitch. You number one. Everybody else is just twos and threes. I said, what? Oh, <laughs> shit. I love it. I and you know when it. he said fuck his friend, you know he talking about Cuddy, so. Oh, yes. That's mm. right. That's Also, right. What's, what's, re- what's telling is, um, uh, what song was it? Alone? I think it's alone where she's talking about, you know, her drug addiction and all that stuff, too. I find it funny because I remember when they were going through their whole divorce battle and like going at each other on social media or whatever. He was talking about how there was like abuse involved and yada, yada, yada. But he had a drug problem. Cuddy had a drug problem. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, she was saying during that time, her friends that were around her weren't really her friends. And I feel like not to say they introduced her to that, but it, it didn't help. You know what yeah. I mean? So I was just like hearing her talk about that on the album too. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And which song? Bad Trip? Not Bad Trip. I guess they kind of all tie in together. But I think Alone is when she talks about being alone and dealing with her feelings and turning to drugs. And then even in the song that you're talking about, um, You Should Have Called Me, she said, we had not, there was nothing, we had no love. It was just about the drugs. Yeah. And I was like, mm, okay. But I can see how people can have that codependent relationship. Mm-hmm. Like what they have with drugs that they can have with a human, a human being. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Real. Yeah. So, what song are you gonna feature? So then I am going to play Sativa, featuring Sway Lee from Ray Shrummerd. You know, half of one half of Ray Shrummerd. Um, this is definitely one of her, I think, more um popular songs on the album and it's so good so this is sativa we spin cash for entertainment there's more where that came from that's all i'm saying it's me and you and we making arrangements it's you and me and we making arrangements is it hot in here or is it just me i'm so high in here been smoking on this weed Told him go and take a shot on three Told him drinks is on me Yeah, the drinks are on me I said now go and take a shot on me Only drug a bitch is on is the tree But I last like ten rounds like a freak, like a G That is Sativa. 
by Janae Aiko featuring Sway Lee. All right. So, um, T, you are also also uh, speaking about an artist who just dropped some music. So, who did you pick? I am going with my girl, Ellie Ingram, and the name of the album is Love You Really, which is so good. But before I get into that, I want to give you guys a little background on who this lovely songstress is. Uh, Ellie Ingram is a native of Brighton, England, and she gained attention in 2003 because she uploaded a video of her doing the cover to Kendrick Lamar's Poetic Justice, which Mm -hmm. I absolutely love. It was so bomb. It was so good. Like, she killed it. I mean, she's done a lot of different covers. Like, she did um, Watch the Thrones, No Church in the Wild. Uh, her cover to that was really, really good. So she is just kills it. Her vocals are so sick. At the time, I used to compare her to Adele, but she does not like to be compared to Adele. I used to call her a gangster Adele because she is kind of like, she goes more gritty and gutta than Adele would ever do. She Adele is more like pop, but Ellie is definitely more street and more gritty she gets compared her album this album got compared to a little bit of lauren hill which mm. i can see and uh her voice is so crazy because she's like you know sores and scats you get that jazzy uh soul and hip-hop mix and she says she'd rather be compared to lily allen she loves adele but she'd rather be compared to lily allen she feels like she's more relatable to lily allen than adele just be based on i, the I hear that more yeah i definitely yeah, I hear, hear lily allen yes right from her yeah so i call her my gangsta adele but i don't think i should call her that anymore so she don't want to be <laughs> called that i'm just to me she's just ellie and she's so cool and she's been showing us lots of love on social media anytime we tweet about her or we post anything about her on instagram she likes it so we appreciate you ellie for holding us down and bringing some light to our cause <laughs> uh and then you know, as Joey was talking about earlier with uh, Jordan Rakai, the song that I'm going to feature off the album is called Stone Cold, which is track number seven. And on this is actually, I think, produced by Jordan Rakai, right, Joey? If I'm not wrong. I think co-written. Co-written. Co-written, right. Mm-hmm. So, they wrote it yeah, together. definitely came around full circle. They're both in the UK, so... That's awesome. And so on Ellie's Facebook, she has like a really, really cool visuals of each song, kind of did a track list and basically describing what each song is about. So this song was inspired by a conversation she had with her best friend about a pessimist who was always trying to drag down someone with them. So I'm going to play one of my favorite songs of the album. It's a really, really great album. Uh, I think it's a really a great body of work just complete body of work just awesome so this is stone cold by miss ellie ingram there are bonds of no love once said time don't give in this is it Everybody lies on 
Another album, yeah, another album that you can just play from start to finish, you know, and not have to really skip a song. It's just like it flows into each other. It feels complete, you know, like it doesn't feel like she created this song here and this song here. Yeah, she's been working on it for a while, for three years, because when she came out with her first EP, Sober, she released Doghouse not too long after. And then she just kind of like disappeared for like three years. So she was saying how a lot of people were questioning, like, Ellie, where's the music? Where are you at? Where are you at? And then she hit us with this gem. So my my favorite song, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Better Alone. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, so I love it so much. I could relate. <laughs> Relatable. It's a fun song. It's so fun. And it's so, I love her message. Yes. She's like, I'm closing my door. I'm not answering your phone. I'm busy. I'm taking care of myself. I'm just like, oh my God. I love self-love. Relatable. Definitely. I'm so happy she came out with new music because I've been playing the old stuff over and over and over again. And it doesn't get old, but it's refreshing to have something new. I love her. Definitely. Her style is so dope too. Mm -hmm. Like the way she dresses, her... Her attitude, like, she's just she's just a dope chick. And I was talking to my friend who lives in England a couple days ago, and I'm putting him on to Ellie. He's like, I never heard of her. I'm really? Like, what? He was like, no. I was like, check her out and let me know what you think. It's crazy because I feel like a lot of artists who are from other countries that are popping here aren't, not that they're not popping in their country, but it's like a different kind of thing because there's people... There's people from in America where we're just like, oh, that person and across countries, they pop in. They're like the Beyonce of their era of that country. Right. So it's interesting. Yeah, just like Ashanti popping overseas and she don't be popping right. here. And Kelly Rowland <laughs> be popping overseas. I mean, she's popping here too, but like musically, she's popping in the UK. She's like popping, popping. Yeah, she's exactly. like their Beyonce over there. So, you know, there's love for everyone. It's a big world. You could exactly. be you could be the Beyonce of your continent. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but, but no, but I love I love this album, Love You Really. I think my favorite track, uh, I have so many, but my first favorite track is definitely Before the Funeral, which closes out the album. Yeah, that's a It really has good like one. this kind of like right, it has like this reggae hip hop ish vibe. Getaway is also a really good track. I do like Sweet and Sour. Oh, I, like I think that Sweet one and too. Sour was also that was that was actually co yeah that was co produced by Jordan too. Sweet oh, nice. and Sour. 
So he all over. Hopefully they go on tour soon that I can finally see them together. We'll oh my see. god, I would love <laughs> that. Yes. They should definitely do that. Mm-hmm. That'll be our, our next Sonder experience together. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So great album list. Yes. That should be an upcoming an upcoming uh episode wish list or like if you could put two artists together for a concert to perform mm. together like do a concert who would you pick i think that's good because not everybody not everybody would work together i feel but i think that would be a good mix definitely well that was we all had like great choices i hope everyone goes out there and checks out these amazing albums you know not all only the pop stars or the popping people need love the people who are on the come up need love too the underdogs the underdogs they'd be winning too but stay tuned don't forget to follow us on all major social media networks such as twitter instagram facebook and hashtag views pod to join the conversation don't be afraid to hit us up we are friendly and definitely let us know if you take a listen to any of the albums that we discussed and what's on your current playlist is there anybody that we need to feature or listen to definitely hit us up with that we are always open until next time till next time stay real